0: We're celebrating Marketplace's 35th anniversary with some throwback thank you gifts available during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com arrow logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how much you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org donate. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org donate.
1: A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Maybe you'd see a movie by yourself, take a rejuvenating nap, curl up with a good book, or catch up with an old friend. Or maybe you'd just enjoy doing nothing for once. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you so you can make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can guide you through the process of defining your values and understanding your priorities so you know what things you can spend your time on that will really fulfill you. Otherwise, you'll always be wishing for more time. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Start the process in minutes and switch therapists anytime. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash report today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash MorningReport.
2: Germany's been struggling with a whole lot of strikes. Good morning. I'm Leanna Byrne, and thanks for tuning in to the Marketplace Morning Report, live from the BBC World Service. But first, some news just in. Elon Musk has filed a lawsuit against ChatGPT, that's the maker of OpenAI, and its chief executive, Sam Altman. He's accusing them of abandoning the company's original mission to develop artificial intelligence for the benefit of humanity, not profit. Musk was one of the original co-founders of OpenAI and we will keep you updated on that one. But let's go to Germany, because Germany could be looking at six days worth of rail strikes. That's the longest time they've ever stopped. And it's because pay negotiations between Germany's national rail operator Deutsche Bahn and its drivers union broke down yesterday and it'll be the fourth time the drivers have gone on strike since November. The BBC's Damien McGuinness is on this story. Hi Damien.
0: Hi, Leanne. Hello from Berlin.
2: Damien, what's going on there with all this industrial unrest?
0: Well, today is really the high point of a week of strike action for local transport workers. And what we're seeing really across the country in every region in Germany, apart from two uh, Bundesländer, two regions, is essentially all trams, buses, local trains, undergrounds are not running. And that's over um, mostly working conditions, not so much pay, but trade unions want, they say they want more holidays, they want fewer working hours, they want more breaks, because they say working conditions are so tough that it's very hard to get workers in, because as you know, Liana, uh, you know, there's a labour shortage in Germany, and that does lead to some, quite often, you haven't got a bus line running because you haven't got drivers, and and that's one of the key problems, that's what trade unions are arguing On the other hand, um, the the situation in Germany is that in each region, the local transport networks are state-backed. They're almost like private companies, but owned and run by the state. And what that means is that these companies do not make a profit. They're heavily subsidised. So really what the companies are arguing what the transport companies are arguing well that's all well and good to say you know you want better paying conditions but taxpayers are going to have to pay that.
2: And also the fact that Germany's economy hasn't really been going through a good time lately what about negotiations have they come to the table have they made any headway?
0: Not so far no I mean it's um, essentially talks have collapsed when it comes to Deutsche Bahn the national rail network uh, talks are grinding forward for local transport but there's no real agreement in sight so far and when it comes to um, airport ground staff um, also there's no agreement and I think that's on the one hand because employers say well money is tight we're in a possibly in a recession um, on the other hand employees are saying well you need workers you haven't got enough workers and we're not being paid enough to you know keep up with inflation.
2: Damien McGuinness thanks for joining us in Marketplace.
0: Thank you, Liana. Always great talking to you.
2: Now, let's do the numbers. In India, stocks there have jumped to an all-time high. It's strong GDP data, which shows the economy is growing at 8.4% year on year, is to thank for that. But China's probably envying India right now because its manufacturing numbers have contracted for the fifth month in a row. Here's a question for you. Should the world's 3,000 billionaires have to pay a global minimum tax? Well, it's something the G20 countries are seriously considering. Gabriel Zuckman from the University of California, Berkeley, thinks it's a good
3: idea. The very rich billionaires have much lower effective tax rates than the rest of the population. They pay much less tax relative to their ability to pay than the working class, the middle class, the upper middle class. And the best way to address that problem is through international cooperation, because there's always a risk. You know, when one country tries alone to tax the wealthy, there's always a risk that they might move to some low-tax country. And so what I said at the G20 finance minister's meeting is that what we've achieved for multinational companies, we should now do for very wealthy individuals. We should agree on a common minimum tax for the ultra-rich.
2: So why is it that billionaires pay less tax relative to their income?
3: Because when you're very rich, it's easy to structure your wealth such that this wealth is going to generate very little taxable income. And we saw that, for instance, in the U.S. a few years ago when there were revelations by the U.S. media, ProPublica, on the taxes paid by people like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk. And you see that in some years they pay literally zero income tax. That's really the problem. And the simplest way to address that problem is to say that there should be a minimum amount of tax owed where the minimum is computed as a fraction of wealth because Wealth is well-defined for billionaires. The notion of income, on the other hand, is not very well-defined. And this is a meeting of
2: the G20, but that still leaves a lot of countries outside the group where billionaires can go
3: instead. We don't need global consensus to make progress on these issues.
2: Gabriel Zuckman there. So it was a leap day yesterday, and in France, people had the chance to buy a satirical newspaper that only comes out every four years. We asked the editor, Jean Dandy, how he would describe it.
4: Our newspaper is a daily newspaper. (laughs) That means that it's exactly like a daily newspaper with the same model, the same kind of articles. But the only thing, every article must be, well, funny. I don't know if you will find it funny, but we have to find our article funny. And we hope that the pleasure we have to to make the the newspaper, we we could share it with uh, all the, the people who will buy it. It starts in 1980. A group of friends who decided to do a joke. But many people asked for the, the, the newspaper, so the joke was a success. If we have a newspaper every year, it won't be a say, the same success. It is an exceptional new newspaper because it, it is an exceptional day.
2: Jean Dandy there. I wouldn't mind working for a Leap radio programme. I'm Liana Byrne, the Marketplace Morning Report from the BBC World Service.